Chiefs respond with the big hits of their own. Now, good Chiefs support at the stadium today. Let's go! News, views, and behind-the-scenes chats from Sandy Park. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Highlight of the season's got to be that last game. What an incredible performance that uh, Chiefs put up against a very spirited Newcastle side. Showed their dominance and showed why they're top of the stats. There's been a lot of them, to be honest. Um, but look, probably the, the atmosphere today at Sandy Park, this is one hell of a way to say goodbye. And I'm really appreciative, uh, appreciative of my teammates there you know, for putting us in a position where I could really sit back and enjoy that last five, five, six minutes and take it all in. So I really enjoyed that. Oh, I think today's win, excellent. Controlled the game. Uh, scrum was fantastic and just uh, a really, really solid performance. Yeah, I think my highlight this year was Johnny Hill against Newcastle. He's literally picking highlight like lineouts for fun. Like, it was just a joke. It's just, yeah, it's just fun coupons. Probably winning away at bad. Tank against Northampton in the last minute to win by a point. That's what I see now. So Welcome to the Exeter Chiefs podcast. So here we are, third consecutive final. Good luck to the boys at Twickenham today. Last week I caught up with loads of people after the semi-final at Sandy Park. The likes of Tank, Flats, John Lockyer, Stu Townsend, Sam Simmons, Ian Witten, Tony Walker and many, many more. Uh, you can hear them all here. We'll start with Flats. So you're here covering for, uh, what channel is it now, Five? It's Channel 5 now, indeed it is. Yeah, the only channel, the number one channel for rugby highlights in the United Kingdom and Earth. I was just about to say, tell us a joke, because you're a bit of a comedian. No, you, you can't tell someone to tell you a joke. I mean, I could tell you a joke, but it'd be inappropriate and you'd get sacked. So. Yeah, we can't, we can't do that. OK, so let's, let's talk about Chiefs. Third consecutive final. Thoughts on that? Well, I deserve it. They were fantastic. And it, it was they were good to watch today. I mean, it was... The first half statistics were quite incredible. Never seen anything like it in terms of ball retention and sort of tackle counts one team versus another. Newcastle just did not have the ball because there was a stronger win than people thought, I think, today. And Exeter obviously came up with a plan that we ain't going to give them the ball and it worked because Newcastle had nothing to play with at all. Is it true that you've got a soft spot for Chiefs? Everyone's got a soft spot for Chiefs. Everyone likes Chiefs, whether you're your first team or your second team. I think... It's a nice story if Chiefs win. It's a nice story if Newcastle wins. So I think today was just quite nice for a neutral punter like me from Bath. You can just enjoy it and whoever wins, support them. Well, let's talk about Newcastle because they've achieved meteoric things. Best finish in the league for, what, two decades? Yes, they, they've been fab. And um, what Dean Richards has spoken about is improving season on season. And they will have to go some to improve on this season, but you feel like they might have it in them. And they've just they've been steady. They haven't been shouting too loud about their work. They've been functioning nicely. And the, the two things they've done for me are they've won seven games out of 11 on the road this season, which is phenomenal, um, considering what most of us so-called experts might have predicted a year ago. But also they've learned to win tight games, and those games can easily go the other way and you find yourself in sixth, seventh, eighth, you know, but they haven't done that. They've managed to win them, so they've, they've been playing some nice stuff up there for a while, especially on that plastic pitch. Um, but actually they've learned to do it tough and do it ugly and that's that's been fun to watch as well actually it's an ex the Saracens final was that kind of what you expected yeah 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 top two teams I mean you wouldn't have put a tenner on you know you wouldn't have put a tenner against it um, of course there are other teams that were close you know looked like they might be good enough to get there at some point but actually even when Sarri's had a wobble in the middle of the season and lost a lot of games on the bounce you still didn't find people writing them off for the finals because you just knew and they got everyone fit 
got everyone smiling again. They'll be a dominant force, and they looked it this weekend. They looked great against Wasps. I know I'm still on the Chiefs pitch and a Chiefs tie recording a show about the Chiefs, but if you had to, to pick for next week in your independent, neutral pundit's view, who's going to edge it? Because they're, well, they're two great teams, but Chiefs did finish eight points ahead of Saracens in the, in the league. Yeah, but Saris are a different team to the one that lost a lot of games in the middle of the season. So I think any, anyone who says they're confident... If you support Exeter, you're confident they're going to win and vice versa for Saris. I don't support either of them. So I think anyone who feels, who claims to be confident about who's going to win this game this weekend is making it up or they know something the rest of us don't know because I've just been with, you know, all the BT Sport pundits as well and we haven't got a clue. No one has got a clue who's going to win it. So it's not going to come down to desire, hunger, passion, anything like that. Points to prove it's going to come down to execution. So, and a couple of, unfortunately, it'll probably come down to a couple of horrible mistakes for somebody. So, um, the, the truth is I'm not I'm not one for sitting on the fence I'll say exactly what I think and exactly what I think is I've got no idea who wins it well we don't need to get hungry we'll let you go and have a pasty yeah cheers thanks mate this is the Exeter Chiefs podcast Alec Hepburn Exeter Chiefs prop um, how will you be prepping the hair for next week Tresemme on Thursday well I mean I thought I'd start with a random question because I see all the other boys go and have their kind of their lids done as they call it and, and you've obviously got a different mix I did have a shave this yesterday did you not notice that? Out of shame? I didn't. You still look scruffy. Takes one to know one, mate. Thank you. <laughs> he taps me on the shoulder. Right, OK, let's get into the rugby. Saracens next weekend. Yeah. Front row. What challenges is that going to bring to you as a prop? Uh, challenge every week, I guess, in terms of, you know, you, they've got a good scrum, good line-out drive. Um, you've got to be clinical. You've got to take your opportunities and stuff like that. So. And, and, and let's talk about you because last season tough out injured came back at the beginning of the season A-League made it through to England in the Six Nations and now Prem final if, if you get picked next weekend sum up the season for me uh, well a bit topsy-turvy I guess I don't know I, th- I think maybe it's been a bit more of a consistent year for me and it's, ta- it's taken a long time to maybe come to grips with what you need to do to put a consistent game together albeit still some work-ons from today so so serious stuff um, Harry's got a new car and got rid of the micro he's bought himself a big uh, you know is it a Jeep it's a Canyonero oh, and it's got 100,000 miles so he's sticking with the programme uh, you're in the Lupo because I parked next to you today is that ever going to go well it's on the way out as we speak the, the thing keeps dying on me what are you going to replace it with are you, you going to go for a new flashy Merc like the other boys or are you going to follow Henry's suit I don't know if I can put it in its grave just yet I'm all, I, I, my budget might be £750 for a new bad car <laughs> see with the other boys we talk rugby with you we talk cars Alec uh, good luck next weekend thank you mate uh, Dave Dennis so um, in terms of p- pressure of a premiership final how does that compare to uh, uh, an international final oh I think it's obviously the same every, every time you play a uh, international it's, it's winner takes all and semi-finals are no different you know I think um, you saw last year the Saracen semi was obviously uh, a very tight encounter today it's a little bit different I think we controlled the match a lot better um, and we, we probably never looked threatened but in terms of the intensity and the importance of the result is still there so I think the boys did really well to, to maintain that for the whole match uh, and what do you think the main threats will be next week up there at Twickenham what, what, what do the boys need to do to keep their head in it Oh, you just got to push forward. You know, it's such a long year, and to earn the opportunity to play in a final is very special. So, there's no point uh, taking the foot off the accelerator next week. You know, we've got to keep working hard. Early in the week, in terms of training, we're facing a very good Saracens team where they've got threats all across the park. You know, they put 50 odd points across 
uh, Wasps in their semi-final. So, you know, defence is going to be a huge part of next week, but I think it will see a lot tighter game. Yeah, you mentioned the fans. They were, they were massive today. What makes them special? I just think their love of the game, you know. Obviously, the southwest of England, there's not much else going on in terms of football down here. So rugby's the number one sort of passion. And the, the, the game and then just the team's really grown so, so much over the last couple of years. And, and the love for the game that everyone's got is amazing. So it's, uh, it's a huge support and the boys love it. Ben Moon next to Chiefs Brock. Uh, sum up the emotions and the thoughts on next weekend. Uh, yeah, it's obviously a fantastic result. Uh, amazing atmosphere here. Uh, but the job's not over yet. You know, we've got a big, big job to do next weekend and it's, uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, so you, you've been here all, all your career. Uh, was it 10 years plus now? Yeah, I think this is the 11th, 11th senior season now, yeah. When you started off, could you ever have dreamed that you would be part of a squad that would be looking at third consecutive final? Uh, no, not really. Uh, no, not back in those days in the championship. But, you know, it's, uh, they say you've come a long way. Um, striving for good things. Hopefully we, it, may, it continues. News, views and behind the scenes chat from Sandy Park. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Matchday commentary, John Lockyer. Um, were you ever in doubt today? I was nervous before the game, and I said to everybody, I'll take a one-point win. But after the first 10 or 12 minutes, when Exeter just dominated possession, territory, I mean, I, I, I thought that 9-0 wasn't going to be enough, and then we scored the try just before halftime. We, you've always got to say there's doubts, because obviously it's a two-horse race, and Dean Richards is very shrewd. They had a lot of international caps on the field, but I thought our pack today was so dominant, and people like Cohen Dickey and Dave Ewers are playing so well. Um, there's no, there was no doubt about it. Our, our lads today were absolutely outstanding. And the crowd, I mean, the crowd really were the, the 16th man today, the chanting and the cheering. and It just was a wonderful, wonderful performance from a, a pack of forwards that just stuck to their task. And behind them, our halfbacks, White and Simmons, were superb. And what can you say about our backs? Our backs didn't make any mistakes. Our handling was absolutely first class. We're a top drawer side. We know it'll be very difficult next week because Saracens are a great side, but it it is good that I think the top two sides in the country are now going to play each other at Twickenham in a showpiece. John, you're a, you're a trustee of the club, you're a former player. How many years have you been involved here? 1970 was my first game for Exeter when I came up as a, a, a raw teenager from Tynmouth and I was so indebted to the chance to play at the level that Exeter were playing. I did an apprenticeship at Tynmouth and got to where I thought I should be and to be able to move on to play against the All Blacks and to play against Australia and South Africa uh, through Exeter and then we obviously had our, our dark period in the 80s and the 90s and we all stuck together and thankfully we've come through those dark times and we've now got a club so we're so proud of not only our team we're so proud of the back room we're so proud of our directors and this stadium this stadium was the catalyst that set everything off and all credit to our our sort of directors that knew where we were going um, we're a very very pragmatic club and we, we keep our feet on the ground in good times and bad and really it's just a wonderful place to be involved and it's teamwork off the field and on the field and I'm just so proud to be involved in it all. So, A-League final, Anglo-Welsh final on a win, final of the Prem, it'd be beautiful, wouldn't it? it? It would be wonderful. It'll be a much different game next week. You're going to be on neutral ground at Twickenham. Saracens have got a massive amount of stars. They've got a, a probably a very dominant pack of forwards. So it's going to be the best two sides in England playing and the best team will win. But we're so proud to be there for the third year running. 
we've achieved so much and I know what the next goal is Europe yeah well that's obviously you know if we talk about a disappointment of this season that is the disappointment really I guess yeah and although you've got to say last week we saw Leinster win Europe and I think Exeter gave them the hardest game that they had all season in Dublin when we were 17-3 up one or two decisions went against us but no 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 qualms they've won Europe and they were the best side but in the end I think Exeter will give it a go next year and who knows we might end up being European champions but one step at a time Rob Baxter will have all these boys in Monday normal sort of day there won't be any champion and cheering they'll have a nice drink with their friends tonight teamwork will come through and we'll all go to Twickenham next week have a great day and we're all privileged to be here Jack Club Captain what was the message from you going into the uh, the game today? Uh, just get the focus on us right um, you know Newcastle credit to them they've gone well all season and they kind of came here with a with a game plan to disrupt us and we just had to get a focus right on, on our kind of jobs uh, made sure the, the roles we did were, were flat out What was different this year? Uh, I wouldn't say different I, w- I would say more keeping that hunger for success that, that's the kind of tough thing to do um, you know we fell into the trap a little bit at the beginning of last year that we had just assumed everything would work um, and this year you know it's, it's been making sure that we've realised what worked for us last year and you know made, made, made sure that we're actually pushing through those, those things and staying hungry for it Well the team look at you as, uh, as the leader being, being the captain how are you going to keep your head in it this week and, and not get too carried away and s- stay focused Because we haven't won it yet uh, you know we've definitely learned that lesson from the pr- previous two years that yes it's all well and good we've got to a final but doesn't mean anything if you don't win it So Johnny Hill uh, Falcons sum that up for me Oh it was a brilliant game uh, we, we thought we controlled it very well um, we, 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 we knocked them back into into their own half and kept hold of the ball when we needed to and um, put the pressure on them and we came out on top which is uh, which is brilliant so first call for you uh, for England did Eddie has Eddie spoken to you yet um, no I haven't I haven't actually spoken to Eddie but um, it's, it's just for me to focus on the rest of the season and uh, focus on the Chiefs stuff and if I get on that plane in a, next week or week after um, I'll be chuffed what are you going to have to do to make sure you're selected for next Saturday then um, just got to prepare properly so the next 24 hours for me will be um, will be recovery just get moving again and get up and running um, decompress the next 24 hours but uh, get up and running do my reviews and, and analysts for next week and hopefully I'll get a shot well you, you talk about analysis most lineouts won according to the Opta stats this season in the league did you realise that? Um, I, was, I was slightly aware of that yes but um you're trying to yeah. play it down. He's trying to play it down. Um, can I ask you, before we go, a final question. How do you fit in your BMW 1 Series? Because you're, what, like 6, 7? <laughs> well, so it's two doors. So I take the front seat out and sit on the back seat and uh, I look through the back window. So it's happy days. Johnny, good luck next weekend. Cheers, mate. Thanks. You're the, the what I call you, club photographer, Phil? Yeah, official club photographer for Exeter Chiefs. Yeah, so, so you're at every game. Talk me through how you get great shots because you've told me before it's, it's about knowing the players. Yeah, it's understanding the players and... You know, with first, second phase balls that are coming out and you know sort of the idea of what the boys have got in their heads they're going to do. Um, but they're just dynamic. The Chiefs are just like forward thinking all the time. You have to be on your gun all the time with these guys because they change and chop and change the ball over the pitch. Um, but it's just class, you know. And when you, as a photographer, all you want guys running at the lens and with extra Chiefs that's all happens and if they're running to the lens you're taking the pictures so you're at the final next week and you're the official final photographer so does yeah. that mean we're, we're going to see you being um, neutral as he stands yeah. there in his chief shirt yeah no I'm, I'm totally neutral I'm no everyone says to me oh what team do you support and I said well I support good rugby 
And extra juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love, this is what rugby's all about, and this is what I love about it, is the fact that you can support a team, yet you still support and love rugby. And, and I love rugby, like every other photographer that does rugby. You, you're passionate about it, but if another team wins on the day, they're equally as good and you congratulate them but yeah it's wicked number it'll be fantastic yeah we're the official photographers for Aviva so we'll be doing all behind the scenes stuff for everybody else um, change room shots and, uh, and, and all that and you know you wish everyone the best you know for that day bigger crowd does that add more pressure yeah, I mean, I, I think last season uh, when we went up there, I was I felt sick before the game. There was the nerves, and it's just, I think, as a photographer, I was nervous today about the game. Um, and I think if you're not nervous, you're not switched on enough, you have to be on the ball all the time in this game. And I think with... Um, with the fact that Chiefs are going back. And what's really nice, Chiefs will be in black kit this year because they're the home team. So instead of being in white. So there's a different angle to it, which is really nice. So, yeah. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. Sam Hill, we're on the lap of the pitch. Um, how are you feeling, mate? Yeah, obviously buzzing after that. Um, Big hug from Big Chief there. <laughs> Good to see. Yeah, it was a great result for the boys. You know, Newcastle played really well all year. And it was a, it was a tough old game. Probably didn't reflect the scoreline from how they played, but obviously all the boys are over the moon to make the final year. The, the strategy was obviously Chiefs keep, uh, you know, ball in hand a lot yeah. to really starve those boys. Yeah. How did that play out for you as you went through the game? Uh, played out pretty well, obviously. You know, they, they got some dangerous men. You know, the, wing, the wingers are absolute class. So we try to sort of uh, nullify those threats from getting, you know, a good competition in the air on them. Um, to give them no space and it. Obviously, it showed in the scoreline. So you're going to obviously focus on hydration this evening, yeah? Yeah, I think the boys will have a couple just to decompress a bit, enjoy themselves, but nothing too heavy. Look forward to the big training week next week on Monday. So. On the uh, final lap of the stadium with uh, with Sam Simmons, sum that up for me. Another final. Yeah, mate, uh, it's, it's awesome. Um, not as dramatic as last year, obviously, but you know it doesn't take away from what it means to us, what it means to these fans. Um, there's a lot of players that weren't involved in the game last year and, and had the opportunity this year, so it's huge for 15 to, to 23 and then everyone involved, you know, the non-playing squad, the fans, the coaches, it means so much to us, so um, yeah, it's been a good day. And this club is pretty special, we're on the, the, the lap of the pitch and the fans are here cheering you on, it. it's like a family. Oh yeah, it really is, um, you know, you could just hear them at, even even before the, the, the stadium was full up, you know, they're, they're singing from, from two hours before kickoff. You know, it just makes it so comfortable for us to walk onto the pitch and, and do a job that we know we can and they're, they're behind us for, for the whole game so yeah we're pretty lucky to have this crowd a, a couple of gongs this year um, supporters uh, award players player at the club Prem award this week discovery of the season has it gone to your head yet? No, or has it sunk in? Uh, yeah it's, it's sunk in yeah uh, definitely not gone to my head but you know th- those, those recognitions are awesome you know as a young player or any player wants to gain that sort of individual recognition but the, the fans and, and I owe it to the players I guess around me making me making me uh, score, score the trials I guess and, and getting on the end of, of some some malls and stuff like that but uh, yeah like I said without, without the 23 or the non-23 I wouldn't, wouldn't be getting the, uh, the awards I got so I'm, I'm happy for that Well Sam good luck in South Africa this year uh, this summer and uh, go do us proud next weekend Thank you very much mate hopefully Henry Slade it didn't end up going to you kicking it to the corner in the last dying second this this time 
Yeah, um, thankfully, uh, boys got the job job done. I mean, it was it was it was very tough though. I, mean, I don't know what the stats were possession wise or territory, but I felt like we had a lot of ball. We we're just carrying at them. Um, they defended very well though. To be fair to them, uh, I think we just we just kept coming and kept coming and kept knocking the door on the door and. Uh, in the end, it, it, it worked. I think um, the pleasing thing for us is like we we played well, um, and it, that was that was that was what we think we we're talking about all week. If we put our performance on the pitch, then normally it's good enough. And I think that that was that was really pleasing. The effort levels the boys showed, and not forcing little things here and there. We just went hard at it, hard at them, and um, that's that's probably the most pleasing thing. So in your back garden, you've got the family flag. Is that going to be flying high uh, tonight and into next week as you approach that final? Ask my old man, but yeah, I reckon so. <laughs> right, just to explain, you, you've got a flag avenue where your dad's put various different yeah. um, things on it. It's kind of like your coat of arms. Oh yeah, I guess so. I, I had nothing, just so we're clear, I had nothing to do with it. It was all mum and dad. <laughs> I just go home and see it sometimes. Henry Slade, um, a- any fears going into Saracens? Or is that even the right thing to say to, to a professional player? No, we're definitely not going to have any fears. Um, we're confident of how we've been going all season. Um, we're really pleased with where we, where we finished end of the season and what we did today. Um, I think just showed, and it's probably a similar sort of thing against Saracens. We've just got to carry very hard. Um, maybe that's where we've where we've been good against them this year. We we, we carried hard and we we're direct with them. And I think uh, the boys are genuinely really excited now to get to next week and hopefully try and lift the trophy again. So the likes of Luke Cameron Dickey will be playing games in their downtime to, to chill. Yeah. What will you be doing this week? Talking to Frank, I guess. Yeah, me and Frank, we, we do a lot together. But uh, Frank's the dog, by the way. Yeah, he's the dog. I'll take him on the paddleboard for a bit, maybe, if it's nice weather. Um, I also like a bit of a game every now and again. Maybe not as much as Dickie, but I like to join him sometimes. Uh, so South Africa this summer, where's Frank going? Big questions. Uh, he's going to go to either my mum or dad's or my grandparents. So grandparents have got a farm, so he has a lot of, a lot of space to run about. And mum and dad, they just love having him as well. So doesn't, I don't really mind to be honest either of them. We're on the lap of the pitch uh, with Stino, third consecutive final, sum it up for me. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? You know, um, it's fantastic to be in the position again to go and hopefully, you know, defend our title really, but we'll talk very much about, you know, we'll decompress after this result because, you know, it was a tough game and uh, we'll go and talk about going and winning the thing next week. Uh, so Saracens, what sort of challenges will they bring? Obviously they beat you first year you were up there. Yeah, look, they're a physical side. They've got a lot of internationals, a lot of uh, British and Irish lands there, but they play a specific style and we play a specific style. So, um, you know, the th- problem I think with the first year, we didn't really go out and attack them in that game and we don't have that fear of, you know, we've been to the final now, this is our third year, like you said, so we'll be quite confident going into it. As we walk around the pitch here on that final lap of Sandy Park, uh, you've got the two boys with you. What does it mean to have them with you? Oh, it's pretty cool, you know. It's um, it's, it's always a real proud moment to be able to walk around with the boys. It's, I used to be carrying them. I know one of them's on my shoulders at the minute, but um, look, it's very nice that they get to share moments like this and hopefully have a big weekend next weekend. Good luck, Stino. Cheers, Mark. Thank you. Stu Soundtent. Are we going back to Twickenham then? Yeah, <laughs> we are. Um, we're, we're buzzing about that. We'll, we'll relish the opportunity and hope to do it again this year. So you're hoping you'll get on the on the cup for a second year running? Because every time I have a drink at home, Stu Townsend's on my cup with Kai Horseman. <laughs> well, I hope so. Yeah, I'd be I'd be absolutely brilliant. But it's a big week ahead of us, and it's going to be a tough tough game. Slightly random question for you. Um, I've said to you before, your mum always a big supporter of you online on the forums yeah. and things. What's this going to mean to her? Uh, I not, you know, not about you for a minute. I think it's massive. Uh, obviously, she's travelled around the country when I was little. She took me everywhere. She's been to every game. Um, 
and yes, yeah, obviously it'll be special, special to her for, for me to be out there. So, as a number nine, um, what, what was it like to play at Twickenham last year, and, and what do you think it'll be like next week uh, against Saris? Um, last year was absolutely, it was amazing. Uh, the crowd, our crowd that went up, were absolutely brilliant. You could hear all over the stadium, and hopefully we'll do it again this year and have the same crowd. In, in terms of how Saris play, how would you sum it up? What, what, what do you, as a number nine, need to be doing? Um, I think they play a pre- pressure rugby game. They, they kick a lot. They try and put you under pressure. I think it's kind of we have to go out there and play kind of similar game to them and really put the pressure back on them. News, views, and behind-the-scenes chat from Sandy Park. This is the Exeter Chiefs podcast. So, Tank, 100 games, last appearance at Sandy Park. Are you feeling emotional? Oh, uh, yeah, it's always tough. I've, uh, I've enjoyed every minute here, and that's the thing. To, to say goodbye on this last, last game is going to be tough, but uh, it probably makes it enjoyable because we know we've got one more left at Twickenham, but um, yeah, it's going to be a sad time. I think when I actually reflect on it, probably tonight when I get home and stuff like that, it'll be, it'll be quite emotional, I think. So, where does the mindset sit for next week then against Saracens? Oh, uh, yeah, I well, know. That's the thing. We'll, we'll work hard like we always do we'll sit down and we'll look at the mistakes we made here but you know I think we thought we controlled the game really well it's probably the best we've done for a long time so uh, we'll look at the tape and uh, see what series are going to throw at us and uh, and we'll work hard like always Down to serious business how many biscuits will you steal from June's tin next week in the preparation for the final? Yeah it's, it's, a, bit, it's, it's a bit emotional as well because June's gone on holiday so uh, uh, she stocked it up which is really nice of her so, uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that just to finish on a high but uh, you know, June, June's lovely and uh, yeah, she, she definitely keeps me full during the season Tank best of luck for next week cheers mate thank you Tony Walker how are you going to be prepping these boys next week as team manager uh, well you know like I say we're, we're very fortunate that we've had a couple of cracks at it now so uh, you know some, in some ways the boys know what they have to do in the training week and it's up to them to prepare themselves really you know they uh, it's, it's not new so which is which is nice but uh, obviously different challenges you know it's a finals week and it's, um, it's always a tough old day at, at, at Twickenham so yeah Tony, I've got some geeky questions about kit. Um, do you really wash it and, and make them wear the same kit again? 100%. And how do you get it clean? By hand. By hand. And do you do that or do you have someone to do that? No, I've got a lovely lady called June Langdon that helps us. Oh, we know about June. She yeah. supplies the biscuits to Fa- Tank. Fantastic. And she keeps Tank well fed. So, uh, yeah, so you got to, you, uh, Tank really has got to uh, you know, give half, his, half the credit to his career here at the Chiefs June. So she's kept him well and, well and truly up with the uh, Cubs. Well, here's the question. Will they get a new kit for next week or will it be a, a June cleaned kit? Uh, normally for a final, uh, we, 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 do a, uh, we, do a, we do a new kit. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go digging in the old, digging in the kit cupboard and see what we can find. So hopefully uh, hopefully Elvis Tony hasn't been in the cupboard and, uh, and, uh, and, and rummaged me with, and taken all my kit back to Tonga. So. Well, you heard it here first. Kit news with Tony Walker. Yeah, cheers, mate. Twigsy, so preparation for next week, what are you going to be putting the boys through? Well, you know, I have to say it was a good bat for the boys today uh, physically. So uh, Monday we'll be getting them in, getting them back, moving again, getting on top of any knocks, bangs, bruises that we haven't picked up uh, from by the end of today uh, and then really just building into the week that we've kept consistent since we started the season uh, you know it's uh, it's worked well for us um, so we won't be uh, we won't be changing too much uh, a lot of people talk about Chiefs being able to win the games in that last 20 minutes due to their, their fitness that was shown through in abundance against Falcons 
Yeah, I think it shows the work, you know, the desire that the boys have to work hard for each other. Uh, you know, we can only provide sessions that the boys go flat out in, and you know, credit to them, they go flat out in every session, uh, which is credit to them as a bunch and how hard they push each other. And long may that continue. So, you know, we've talked before uh, lots of times about nutrition and things like that. The, the question I've got for you is: leading up to to a final, will they be pushed hard in training? Because obviously they don't want to be tired out, but they also need to be practicing and getting ready. They're always pushed hard in training. They push the standards. Uh, and their standards are very high, as you guys have seen today. Uh, and they'll always do it, nothing but push themselves, uh, you know, flat out in everything that they do. So it'll be a hard week for the boys. So I've got you in the middle of the pitch, pretty much on the centre spot, and I've interrupted you um, kicking with, you, with, your, with your son. His name's Henry. Henry, I, yeah. I did remember yeah, it right. Yeah, um, do you think he's a future chief? Well, who knows? Looking at him, he, uh, he, he likes the rough and tumble, so uh, he, could easily, yeah, he could easily be, uh, you know, a future Sam Simmons. Who, who knows? Ian Witten, tell us the secret. How did you mend that hand so quick? Uh, a lot of milk. A lot of milk. And, uh, yeah, i got to thank the, the physios and the docs as well. They did a good job for me. So, so what did it mean to you to, to be involved in that home semi-final? Uh, well, it meant a lot. It was, you know, just like I said, there's a lot of boys helped me along the way, and for the coaches to, you know, have not been able to train for three or four weeks for them to put me in, you know, on the bench. Um, you know, very grateful for the faith they've shown them, like, and very grateful to be to be out there today. So it's, it's the best ever on points finish for, for the Chiefs. Um, have you really thought about that? Does it matter? Because it doesn't matter. Because you know, you know, it do, you know, you know, you're going to have these two games at the end of the year anyway. If anything, probably put more pressure on the day because you know you don't want to be the team that finishes top and then not 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 be there at the end in the final day. So you know, to be fair to the boys, you know, great focus today, dealt with the pressure well, you know, and and, and we're, go, we're going back to track them like. I remember talking to Stino last year, uh, and he said that things had changed year on year in terms of the, the run-up. You were going to approach arriving at Swickenham differently. There was no lap of the pitch. Uh, is there anything you're going to be doing differently this year compared to what happened last year? Um, Just to make sure those marginal gains are there. Um, no, to, to, be, to be fair, you know, I think we learned a lot from the first year and took it into last year. I think, you know, it'll be be same again, really, just trying to repeat what we did last year, you know, and obviously maybe <laughs> try and win it before extra time would be the, would be the, would be the best way of doing it. But, uh, no, not really. We know we've just got to, you, you know, there's lots of crowds in the way in and all and the place, the atmosphere is amazing, but you've got to try and block that out. Remember, you have a, like a big, big, tough game to play because these boys have been tough Saracens, you know, are playing really well and you know they have a lot of good players so you've just got to remember that the, the rugby match is the key focus everything else is a side show that'll hopefully be nice at the end family flying over to watch yeah well they're all here today they're just down there and then uh, yeah, so I think you're stuck with them for another week now I think, I think yeah I don't know if they're staying over but I think they'll be coming back anyway like. this is the Exeter Chiefs podcast